starting the morning in peace, filling your cup up with peace. Yeah. And then as the day throws things at you, you're, you're able to manage them in peace because you have a foundation of peace. Peace, family. Welcome back to another episode of the Art of Kings podcast show, a show dedicated to helping you take control of your life and become the man that the universe calls for you to be. Today, I am joined with a very special guest who I will announce momentarily. But first, if you're not already following this podcast, pause the video, follow the podcast, turn on the notifications so you do not miss a single episode. We post valuable episodes every single Tuesday. I do not want you to miss not one episode. That being said, Today's guest, entrepreneurial leader, founder of the Clear Eye View Collection and Vision, Jamal Robinson. Jamal, how you doing, bro? Hey, thank you for the introduction. Peace, brother. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Like I said before, excited for this episode, man. We had a great conversation before, and I'm just ready to get into some some value for our for our audience. I love that. Let's uh let's jump into it. Yeah, for sure, bro. So before we before we jump into the, uh, you know, obviously we have a couple of things that we want to make sure we touch on today. But before we jump into that, if you want to just tell our listeners about what you do and your vision for everything that you're trying to build, uh, just I'll give you the space to jump in, tell them what, you know, what your passion projects are. I appreciate that. So as you mentioned, my name is Jamal Robinson. I'm the founder uh, of Believe in a Dream, which is a, a nonprofit based out of Indiana. Uh, we focus on entrepreneurship, leadership, and the arts, and we can dive into that uh, in, in our conversation. And also, I'm the co-founder of CEV Collection, Clear Eye View, as you mentioned, and that is a, a, a elevated eyewear company with culturally inspired design, co-founded with my business partner, Jalen Smith, who uh, also is an NFL Pro Bowl linebacker. Um, and when this episode launches, we'll be either launching into or already in uh, 500 stores nationwide. So uh, excited about uh, excited about the the momentum we have going on, and, and happy to jump into that as well on the show. Appreciate appreciate you having me. Yeah, absolutely, bro. So uh, you know, grateful to have you on the podcast, man. And that sounds super dope. For anybody looking at some of the video clips that we will have on on Instagram, which by the way, be sure to follow at underscore Art of Kings underscore for all video clips and everything. But you'll be able to see some of the some of the collection in the background. And everything will be tagged, linked up in the descriptions and the bios, so you guys can check all of that out. Man, it's super dope. And I meant to ask you before: Are you are you standing right now? I'm standing. Yeah. Yes. So you typically stand for for all your meetings? Uh, typically, typically, I like to stand for a good bit of the day. Um, yeah. So yeah, I have, I have a standing desk. So um, I'll adjust it lower when when I want to sit or or when the sun's hitting me in the eye. And then most of the day, <laughs> I, I prefer to stand. I like that, man. I like. Does it like help you stay? A little bit more focused like what are you what are the benefits what do you i believe so but also it's it's uh you know uh i think it's known to, to to be better for your 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 physical you know physique and and uh your body yeah. right so um you know i went to a chiropractor i think a few years ago and you know just the posture of hunching over a, a keyboard like for you know multiple hours at a time um it just isn't good for your posture so Standing kind of helps alleviate some right. of that. You know what I'm right. saying? 
Yeah. Right. <laughs> so with that being said, man, we're going to jump into today's value. So what we're going to be really focusing on is following your dreams, your vision, your passion project throughout whatever it is that you have going on, whether that's a nine to five, like a lot of us listening have, uh, whether that's classes, whether we're in school, you know, starting a new project, uh, whatever it is, following your mission and and building your your passion project and your dream project throughout whatever it is you have going. So we're going to touch on three different things that we definitely need to begin to implement if we look to build something of significance throughout whatever else we're doing at the moment. So let's just jump right into the first one, which is the 5 a.m. pouring. And we're referencing the 5 a.m. club book for this. And that's something that a lot of us have implemented in our day-to-day lives and something that you do you know, every single morning to start your day. So if you want to just jump into that, what does that 5 a.m. pouring look like? What's the significance of it? And how has that impacted you and everything that you've created? So I want to first go back to your first question because uh, I want to articulate on a little bit more about myself. So my vision um, in total is to change the world through business and philanthropy by creating global enterprises that enable others to live their dream through our company's mission. So everything that we talk about today, it's in within those guardrails, right? So simply put, my vision is to change the world. The back part of that is how I do it. Um, and I'm an entrepreneur by, by uh, you know, that, that's what God made me to be. And that's, that's what I'm doing. So um, on top of that, I also am director of brand partnerships for a company uh, based out of Boston. So aside from my entrepreneurial uh, endeavors, uh, I also have a nine to five, like you mentioned. So to this first point of the 5 a.m. club, this is all about making the most use out of the day. Um, I like to read. I like to listen to books. I like to learn as much as I can. And in the course of my entrepreneurial journey, I started uh, when I was young shoveling snow, but really got my my uh, first uh, you know interest in entrepreneurship when I was 19, 20 years old in university. So since then, I've really been a student of you know, one, how do great individuals in the world operate? And one of the common themes that that I've seen um, from my studies is that great individuals wake up early. They don't just wake up early to wake up early, but wake up early to make the most use of the day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, if we look at the day and we, we block it into, you know, eight hours of sleeping, that leaves 16 hours of work, food, family, et cetera. And so waking up early, um, Doing the things, and and I'm recently celebrating my one year of of marriage uh, with my 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 beautiful wife. Um, so the the things that I have to accomplish throughout the day, the earlier I can get started on those things, um, the more I'm able to accomplish. As long as they're structured uh, throughout my day. So the five a.m. club is a book that um, I read uh, or I, I listened to on audiobook, and the the principles are really simple. Um, structure the day starting at, at, uh, 445 by 5. AM I'm doing uh, high intensity exercising for 20 minutes. And then I go into 20 minutes of, uh, prayer meditation journaling. And then I do 20 minutes of, um, of learning, uh, deep learning on something that I'm interested in. And so the premise of that and starting the morning at five o'clock is the first hour of my day before I get into uh, being the best husband I can be, being the gr- best uh, son, brother, you know, uncle I can be, being the best friend I can be, and then I get into work. Before I start pouring into other people, I've filled my own cup, and it's you know, uh, common 
state for myself that I can't pour into others what I don't have. Mm-hmm. And so starting the morning um, with that 5 a.m. Uh, ritual is really an acknowledgement to myself uh, to fill my own cup up before I do everything else that, you know, I've been put on this earth to do. Right, right. And so with a lot of what you just said, which I hope all of the listeners really are taking in on some of the key things that he mentioned, which is he was not waking up for early for no reason. Right. And I think a lot of people who who struggle to wake up early are are not knowing what it is that they're waking up early for. Right. And so it's like, why? Why should I wake up at 5 a.m., bro? Like I can do everything that, you know what I'm saying? My day starts at nine. What am I waking up at 5 a.m. for? But it's so it's so important that we do that because like you said, you can't be the best version of yourself. You can't pour into others and make impact like you know so many of our listeners are trying to do if you haven't filled your own cup and you haven't poured into yourself. So, you know, obviously you just stated you know, a few of the things that you do and how important it is. But like, you know, what are some of the things that, you know, you've 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 seen? What are some of the differences? Because I'm sure there's a time there was a time where you weren't up at 5 a.m. and you weren't pouring into yourself before you were pouring in others. So just on in terms of how you feel and in terms of, you know, what you've been able to do differently since pouring into yourself before pouring into others, has there been any like noticeable changes that you can identify and and possibly share with with our audience? Well, I believe your audience is is a listener group of of high performers, high achievers, uh, individuals that that know that uh, they're pulling this earth for a reason. And um, for that, I would say it just comes down to energy, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? You, 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 to to accomplish everything that we want to accomplish, and I say we, I'm collectively speaking, myself, you, your listeners, uh, we got to have the energy. You know what I'm saying? If if we're if we're executing on things and uh, and we're tired, we don't have focus, um, then we're not going to do our best. And then um, and, and then we're going to need to repeat it repeat it, repeat it because we're not locked in. We're not focused. And we, and that's all because of lack of energy. So, you know, I, I do my best to drink, uh, drink water, eat great foods, um, get good nights of rest, wake up early. And that also, you know, the 5am club um, for me, and, 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 and I will say to your listeners, you don't have to force it, right? The 5am club uh, let's, let's break it down for what it is. Uh, it's great marketing. And it is, from my experience, best practices. But the the framework of it is is simply making the most out of your day. Again, eight hours of sleep, roughly 16 hours of living life. Um, And and so, you know, some people, and I know friends like this, they are night owls, right? So so their 5 a.m. is actually, you know, uh, uh, 11 11 till, you know, uh, seven, they're working AM. That's, that's their, that's their, their, their space and their time. And they sleep in a little bit later. So the whole premise, and I say that to say, because everybody's journey and experience is different. And for me, this is what is best practice for me. Um, the same thing in the evening is it's quiet. So if you wake up early, uh, the sun's going to still be down more than likely uh, the only thing that's going to be up are you and several others who are on that same schedule and the birds and the animals. Right. And so it's just quiet and peace. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, before we get into the day where we're looking at our screens, we've got emails going off, we've got phone calls going off, the world needs our attention. Um, it's just peace. Yeah. And that's really the whole premise of the 5 a.m. club is just starting the morning in peace, filling your cup up with peace. Yeah. And then as the day throws things at you, you're, you're able to manage them in peace because yeah. you have a foundation of peace. That's that's really what it's what it's about. And I say that again, you know, some people, you know, you work your way into the 5 a.m. club. You know, if you're waking up at nine, try to wake up at eight, try to wake up at seven, you know, work your way in. Or some people, you know, just go go cold turkey, jump in at five o'clock or you're listening to maybe the type. Hey, let me let me take this principle. That's all it is, is a principle, this framework and look at how I can adjust, adjust it to my my schedule, my habits. Mm -hmm. And that could be an evening time ritual. So I just want to clarify on that. So one individuals that may be night owls don't get deflated from what I'm saying or be like, man, I can't do that. Or right. individuals that may wake up a little bit later, gradually go into it if they don't want to jump straight in. But the thing is, good habits, your own structure, and then execute. Mm, man, I love everything that you just said. And you know, there's so many different points that I really just want to emphasize. And just that piece that you that you spoke about, man, like, that's some of the, the, you know, whatever that time is for you, like you said, it might not be 5am for some people, but that time of peace and just, you know, time for just me, Scion time, or for you, Jamal time, like we said on the call before, and that is so important. And that is, like you said, the foundation throughout the day. That's how you make, or for at least for me, sound decisions about things. That's how you, you know, focus in on your work because you're going through the day with that foundation of peace you've poured into yourself you're ready to take on the day be the best version of yourself and so emphasizing that point man it's so it's so huge and it's so important for us to do that right and so and i'll just leave it at that and we could just jump into the next thing and we'll it's we'll kind of use that to segue a little bit because we talked about optimizing time right eight hours of sleep 16 hours to live life and so what we really want to focus on is optimizing our time and making sure we make use of those 16 hours that we're up, that we're, you know, going after. And so our deep work is another thing that is, you know, that falls right into that category. Right. And so I won't speak too much on it. You can jump in. I can kind of just say a little bit about what my deep work sessions look like. And but for our listeners, if you just want to give a brief description on what that is and how you have used it in your own life and, and, you know, some teachings around that. So deep work is, is, uh, as it sounds, it's, it's a period of time, typically an hour and a half, two hours, three hours of focused attention on a certain subject. And so, um, to accomplish the many things that, um, in my life and I'll say our lives that we need to accomplish, it takes focus. Um, and, and so, that is what deep work is all about. There's two books that I've read um, and really build, you know, my learnings around deep work. And, and that one, it's Deep Work by Cal Newport. And then um, the second book is Atomic Habits by James Clear. And so both of those books um, fundamentally walk through the process of deep work, um, the, the reason behind deep work. And that is how I've structured, you know, how I can make the most out of my days, how I can make the most out of my weeks, my months and years. Um, but would love to hear your, you know, your process 
on on deep work and, and what it looks like for you too. Yeah, absolutely, bro. So Atomic Habits was definitely one of the one of the best uh, books for the framing around the deep work sessions. Uh, you know, especially being that my deep work comes directly after, for the most part, my morning routine. So I'll have my morning routine really early, and then I'll jump right into deep work. And for those of us who read the book, will know that you know habit stacking and stuff like that is is like one of the things that I've really implemented because you know right after I finish my morning routine it kind of gives me that cue like all right deep work time and and that's you know that's been huge for me implementing in in my day and it makes it very it just makes it very easy and seamless to go straight into a deep focused session of just nothing but work still at a pretty early time being that it's directly after my morning routine um and so that's been huge for me but one thing I'll definitely say about deep work sessions is that a lot of what I do outside of my deep work impacts what I do during my deep work. And what I mean by that is, is it's hard to stay focused if you have a lot of, you know, distractions going on in your mind, just like mentally, right? And, you know, the idea of dopamine and all of that is a huge, is a, is a whole nother, we can make a whole episode on that, right? But <laughs> when you have, when you're so used to, you know, for example, waking up and immediately looking at your phone, scrolling on social media, uh, pouring into others, like we said before, pouring into yourself, it makes it so much harder to take a two hour period or however long you need to really just focus in on one thing, right? And so I just wanna throw that in there because for me, the things that I do around my deep work and being that I jump straight in my deep work sessions from my morning routines, it makes it so much easier to focus and really achieve the goals that I set out to achieve in those blocked off sessions. That's that's spot on, bro, because, you know, if if your listeners, I'll tell you from my personal experience, I'm the type that I'd always have a thousand balls going in the air. That was just the type of guy I was. And thankfully, you know, um, I didn't drop a lot of them. But um, like I mentioned earlier is, you know, when you got so much stuff going on, it's hard to move. Yeah. Uh, certain things forward in the correct manner. What should have took a week took two months mm -hmm. uh, because of lack of focus. Now that's, that's my experience, what I've learned. And so really the process of deep work is eliminating what uh, may be good, but not great. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's really a difficult thing for my experience that, that I've learned to do um, and continue to learn to do because when great opportunities come up, not all great opportunities are great opportunities. You know, right. some may be good, some may be great, right. but that deep work period, um, when you block out the calendar with, with those blocks, you can only work on so much in that period. And the whole focus is, is to focus, yeah. right? So focusing on one thing, not multiple things, one thing that you can really dive deep into. So that it also eliminates uh, distraction, like you mentioned, um, and creates immense focus um, to get the main things done. And then once those main things are get done, you can move on to the next thing. Right, man. And that's, you know, it's so it's huge. It's so huge that we have those sessions again, just to re reiterate what you were saying before, because as as, you know, people who are really driven and focused on creating that impact, that is when the most impact happens. That's when the best work gets done, at least for me. That's when the best work gets done. I have to only focus in on one thing, conquer that, knock that out. And then, you know, I can move I can move forward and to your point about you know juggling a bunch of things that was the same thing with me man like like 
I'm still working on, I'm still working on just being able to focus on a couple things at, at a time or one thing at a time. And, you know, even just through my day to day when I'm not, when I'm not working, man, cause you know, it's so it's, it's, it's energy draining to your point on energy to have so many different things going in your mind. Like, even if you're not doing anything, man, even if you're not working, but you're just walking around and I'm like, oh man, I got a meeting, you know, in, in a couple of minutes, I got, I got to edit these podcasts, man. I got to, I got to get to the gym, just all of my different thoughts going on at once. I could be sitting still and my energy will just be going down and down and down because of all the things going through my mind. But, you know, practicing presence and practicing focus on only one thing at a time has really helped, you know, raise my energy levels through eliminating those thoughts that kept coming to my mind of like, yo, this is what I got to do. This is what I got to do, you know, and it's just taking it one thing at a time when I'm there in front of it. That's when I take it down when I get to the gym. That's when I kill my workout. And, you know, it's very regimented, but I'm only thinking about it when it's right in front of me, man. And that's that's been huge for my energy. That's it. That's it. I I, uh, I couldn't have said it better. I mean, it's really that's what it comes to comes down to at the end of the day is is as high high achievers, individuals that um, want to make our mark in the world. Um, it all comes down to energy. You know what I'm saying? And, and so the more that we can hone in on when we have great energy, how do we utilize that energy? Um, and the more it flows into whatever we're producing, uh, that's, that's what it's all about. So I couldn't have said it better. Yeah, absolutely, bro. And so with that being said, I'll just leave that at that. And let's just jump into our last point here, which is the art of relationships. And this I'm really excited to talk about because I, I haven't really had deep conversations with people about this topic especially in the way that we're about to talk about it so let's just talk about the art of relationships why it's so important to build relationships how can we to give some value to our listeners how can we build better relationships and what's the significance of building these relationships well it, it starts simply with how we got on the uh the podcast today right. you know relationships are are everything and and um, you know, I appreciate the opportunity to, to share a little bit of, of my my uh, thought process and decision framework with your audience. And if it weren't for you providing the space and us connecting uh, by way of LinkedIn, we wouldn't have um, had this opportunity. I wouldn't have had this opportunity. And so I'm going to start with that is, you know, take advantage of every opportunity. Um, there's no opportunity that's too big that you can't take advantage of. And there's no opportunity that's too small you can't take advantage of. I'll tell a quick story. When I started my entrepreneurial career, when I was in college, uh, I grew up in a city called Fort Wayne, Indiana, about 300,000, a little more than uh, that people. And um, one thing I created in my mind, I wanted to, uh, I read the book, uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And Napoleon um, went around, uh, I believe it was Andrew Carnegie, and, and he was his uh, assistant support. And, and he basically opened up his his uh, his network to him. I believe it was Andrew Carnegie. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. But anyways, I read the book and um, the, the premise was he interviewed a, a certain number of, of the world's best at that time. And so uh, what I did when I was coming up was I, I cold called. I got the phone number to all the biggest businessmen and, and women that I could think of in my town. And uh, I said, hey, you know, my name is Jamal. I'm a, a college student at the local university, and I'd like to speak to the CEO or whomever, the founder, and uh, hear about their journey. And the reason I state that 
is because, you know, relationships and, and, and fast forward now, some of those individuals are, are still uh, one mentors. Some of those individuals, and this was, you know, 15 years ago, some of those individuals are the biggest supporter of the nonprofit that I, I founded back in Indiana. Um, and then some of those individuals have become, uh, or a majority of them have become friends. Mm -hmm. And that's what relationships are all about. Mm -hmm. uh, one, it's, it's about taking initiative, especially when it's, when it's something that we want to do. And if somebody else has, has, uh, you know, gone before us and done something, you know, reaching out and saying, Hey, I'd love to pick your brain about this. Or maybe it could be in a non-business sense, but somebody you just want to get some wisdom from right. and, and reaching out and saying, Hey, I'd love to get, get a coffee with you. Relationships to me are how the world go round. Yeah. Business, business is, is, is nothing but people doing business, doing business with people. It's not about the money. It's not about the transaction. It's not about purely value exchange. But people do business, from my experience, with people they know, like, and trust. The first word is no. Right. So for me, being a businessman, uh, if people don't know me, then there's no way I can get to the like and trust part. Trust right. is where the value exchange comes. And so um, I, I just think that's that's at the heart of relationships. And, and also, I want to say and preface this, there's never an intention to get something out of someone or something when making an ask. For me, I'm always genuinely curious about people's story, their journey, and how they were able to accomplish whatever they were to accomplish, whether that's being a successful husband, a successful uh, student, a successful business person. I am interested. I'm very interested and curious about that. I'm a student. I'm always learning. So for me, it was very natural when making a request to meet with somebody or sending a LinkedIn request. I'm honestly curious about who they are and what they do. Now, if there's opportunity for us to become friends, if there's opportunity for us to do business, if there's opportunity for us to or for me to pour into them, 100 percent. But it's always about the, hey, let me get to know you first and having that pure intention. And yeah. with that pure intention, that that opens up the doors and opportunities for, you know, many things to happen. Um, so that, that's that's my thought on relationships is, is, is there's never too big of a relationship or too small. Um, take advantage of every opportunity, reach out and put yourself out there to take advantage of opportunities and always have pure intentions. Right. And then the rest it will blossom how it's supposed to be. Yeah, bro. Oh, man. Just I love everything you just said, bro. Like, you know, a, a couple of different things came to my mind when you were saying that. And there's and, and one thing I'm not 100 percent sure who I was listening to recently who was saying this. But dang, was it? Oh, man. I can't think of the name, right? But they were just talking about relationships and and he was going, he's going, you know, we we've we've been brought up in society, or a lot of us have been brought up to stay away from strangers, right? Like stranger danger, you know, that's how a lot of kids are are brought up. And and mm. you know, they're saying that 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 way of thinking is so detrimental to what's actually important, right? Connecting with other people, that genuine interest, that pure, those pure intentions, that pure motive to really just build a connection with somebody. Right. And it's like, it doesn't matter if you don't know them, you want to, you want to get to know them. That genuine interest, man, is something that we do not see enough. Right. And, and even with, 
with us, right? To use that as an example, right? We were strangers before we met, but now we've connected and we're not strangers, right? And so that's just how, that's how quickly, that's how quickly it works. And, and like you said, everything you just said, man, it's so important that we build these connections because that's how, like you said, the world goes around, goes, you know, goes around and, and that's how business works people to people. And so it's just so important. And, you know, the other thing that came to my mind was just what you said about mentorship. And, and I just wanted to touch on that really briefly, because I've, I've found mentors in the same way, right? Just reaching out to people and saying, hey, do you have the time to just have a conversation? Do you have the time to hear a little bit about my, uh, my business ideas, what I want to build? And can I just get your insight being that you've, you've been here, you've been in these spaces, can I see what, what your thoughts are, or, you know, just that genuine curiosity and, having those conversations have been like mentoring sessions for me. And right. I'm still in contact with a lot of these people. And I refer to them as my mentors, you know, even if they, they, they might not know that they're my mentors, right? Like, like a lot of people, I feel like have that, have that notion that mentor is like a formal agreement, like, okay, you're my mentor and let's have a session here, here. Like, that's not how it is for the most part in my experience. Right. It's like, you want to learn, you want to learn something from somebody. You see that somebody's been in a place or has insight on something that you want to get a little bit more familiar with. And you just go, Hey, can we have a conversation? Ask them some questions, make sure you stay in contact, man. And those become mentors, at least again, for me. And, you know, that's huge because I, I just want to really just clear the air on what mentorship looks like for a lot of people. And, and, you know, that's what it's been in my life. And as you said, that's, you know, that's kind of been your experience with it as well. 100%. And, and yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you, you know, mentorship um, is, it starts exactly how you mentioned is, is uh, more times than not individuals that, that, uh, you know, I was reaching out to, if I said, Hey, would you want to be my mentor? You know, they, they, that probably red flag. I probably would never got the coffee or the meeting. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, reaching out, as you mentioned, and, and just, you know, Hey, I'd love to pick your brain, learn, and and then come to find out, um, especially for maybe uh, individuals that haven't done this before, I just want to encourage you that more times than not, you have a lot more in common. We have a lot more in common with other people than we may think, no matter if they are at a perceived uh, level, uh, success, whatever the case may be. Um, we all have a lot in common. Yeah. Um and, and all we have to do is 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 find it, and um and, and then you know you can have fruitful conversations about that thing, but but then grow grow together because of that common thing. I was at a, a a birthday party yesterday, and come to find out, a handful of people. I live in the D.C. area. A handful of people were from Indiana. Now mm -hmm. more times than not, if if uh, we didn't have that you know same commonality, would we have had a, a joyful conversation? We had maybe, maybe not. But having that connection of, oh, my goodness, you're from Indiana. Uh, that's great. Uh, happen to know the city they're from, high schools they went to. It just created that uh, that common bond. And we were able to have a conversation about that and then other things thereafter. So uh, that I just want to encourage you, encourage ourselves that uh, we have a lot more in common than, than we may believe, especially if we've never reached out to people before. Um, but But just know that in the back of your mind. Yeah. Yeah, bro. You know, it's so, it's so huge. It's so important, man. And I think, I think we can leave it at that, man. I think we touched on so many important 
important concepts that have been, I know, huge for me personally. I'm still in the journey of learning how I can better improve on all three of these things, right? And I don't think that journey will ever, will ever end. As a matter of fact, I know that journey will, will never end, man. And so I love having conversations, you know, around these things and just seeing what I can learn from you. What are some things that you do? What can I begin to implement? And, and, you know, actually we have an episode coming up soon where I'm going to be talking about my, my morning routine. I did one where I spoke about my night routine and we're going to have one where I talk about my morning routine. And in both of those episodes, I, I give the clear disclaimer that these are what I'm currently doing. This is not, this is not to say that this is what I'll be doing forever, man, but this is what I'm currently doing. And it's subject to change, man, because I'm constantly learning. My needs are going to constantly change, you know, uh, just so many things. And so to just be in that constant state of learning, of curiosity, of pure motives, of all of that really is, really does help move us through all of these things that we've spoken about, all of, you know, the things that we look to build. It's just been so huge. And so I just wanted to share that. But if you have anything else that you want to leave with our audience, man, uh, you know, now's the time, let them know. And I'll be sure to well, actually, you can jump into that. And then and then after I'll give you the space to share where, you know, our audience can find you, check out the collection, check out anything else that you do. So appreciate that. The last thing I would say is um, there's a motto I live my life by um, and, and it's believe in a dream. Right. I believe we all have dreams. Um, and, and sometimes in life when we're younger, they may get muffled. Uh, life circumstances may happen, whatever the case may be. So uh, I believe dreaming has no age limit. Could be uh, could be as young as the youngest person you know, and old as the oldest person you know. Um, but it really comes down to four words that I would love to share with your audience. And it's first, you have to have a dream. Second, you have to believe it. Before anybody can believe it, you have to believe it. And if you believe it, it doesn't matter who else believes it. Third, you need to do it. Uh, you need to put in the action, the work, the execution. And fourth, uh, with success or failure, repeat it. Never get uh, satisfied with the success you have in life and never think that a failure is the end game. Uh, so those are four words that I'd love to uh, leave with your audience. Dream, believe, do, repeat. Mm, and I love that, bro. I love that. And so that being said, man, you could just leave anything, uh, any places that our audience can find you if they want to get in touch with you, if they want to check out the collection, check out anything else you do. Where can they find you? Where can they where can they see everything? So for CEV Collection, uh, again, Black-owned eyewear brand, elevated eyewear with culturally inspired designs. You can find us at cevcollection.com and then at CEV Collection across all social media platforms. Give us a follow on Instagram. Uh, let us know that that you heard, uh, heard me on this podcast and we'll give you a special discount uh, when you send us a message. And then my personal page on Instagram is Jamal, J-A-M-A-L-A Robinson, uh, Jamal A. Robinson. So uh, appreciate, again, Sion, the opportunity to uh, to come on and share a little bit of my learnings. And I'll also say in closing that I'm a work in progress, right? So just like you just mentioned, I'm always learning. I'm always evaluating. I'm not batting 100%. Um, so, you know, I, I just want to encourage your listeners that, you know, hear what I say through my experience. But also know I'm not perfect. Don't don't try to be perfect, uh, but do the very best that I can every single day. So I appreciate the opportunity. 
Yeah, absolutely, bro. And we're so grateful to have you on this podcast, sharing some wisdom with our audience, man. And so everything that you just said will be left in the description or the show notes, whatever platform they're listening to this on. You can check it out, you know, when the episode is over, man. That being said, thank you for a great episode of the podcast, my brother. And that concludes today's episode. Peace. Peace, Art of Kings family. Thank you for listening to today's episode. As a listener of the Art of Kings podcast show, we ask that you do three things to help us further our mission and reach as many men as possible. First, if you feel it is appropriate, please leave us a five-star review as it would greatly help with our ratings and help to get the podcast out to more people. Second, if you don't already, please follow us on Instagram at underscore Art of Kings underscore. That is the official community for the Art of Kings podcast show, where you can interact with other listeners of the podcast and receive special updates about future guests as well as future episodes. Finally, please send the podcast directly to three people who you feel could benefit from our messages. The Art of Kings is a movement intended to help us men become all that we were meant to be, all that our families need us to be, and all that the universe calls us to be. If you find our episodes valuable, please send the podcast over to three people with the hopes of spreading the message and furthering the movement. With that being said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Oh, oh, oh.